Hi, everyone. Today, I'd like to talk to you about where can I find help? And we're going to have a look at a part of Psalm 18. It says this. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My My cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountain shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced with hailstones and bolts of lightning. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy with great bolts of lightning. He routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed and the foundations of the earth laid bare. At your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of breath from your nostrils, he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from the foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The prayer that I have prayed most often and most passionately throughout my life is this. Lord, help. (laughs) Just after I bought my first car, I was loading some things into it and I needed to park, uh, double park in the middle of the road. And as I opened the boot, I noticed that the car started to move away from me and then began rolling away from me, and I realized I'd forgotten to put the handbrake on. The words that came out of my mouth then were, help! I ran after the car, and I managed to pull the passenger door open, jump in, and put the handbrake on. For many of us today, there are situations that seem to be running away from us, things that are out of control, things that seem to be heading for disaster. Where do you need help today? Is it with a a health issue? Are you facing a diagnosis or an illness? Is it with work? Are Are you trying to find work? You need help with that. Is it in work? Do you need help with a a work relationship or a tricky decision? Where do you turn to when you need that kind of help? Well, in Psalm 18, David looks back over the challenges and the battles that he's faced over his life, and he remembers in praise and thanksgiving where he found help. And from this psalm, I think we'll be able to find a place that we can find a source of help and strength, no matter what we face. The first thing we can learn from this psalm is that help comes from the Lord, our rock. 
David says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. Now, when we ask for help, we ask someone who we know is able to help. If you have a burst pipe, you call for a plumber. If you break your leg, you probably call for an ambulance. But what about when we ask God for help? A prayer like that has to begin with an understanding and a vision of who God is. Because the more we grasp who we're talking to, the more we'll be able to know how he can help. And you might be thinking, I'm not even sure God exists. And even if he does, he doesn't know how tricky my situation. I'm not sure. Can he help with that? Well, in this psalm, we find that King David, the king of Israel, this warrior, this leader of the nation, a hero, he's telling us of all these times that the Lord has helped him. And what does David tell us we can find in the Lord? Well, he says, the Lord is my rock. The Lord is a solid foundation, consistent, something we can build our lives on, something we can stay steady on. And in this psalm, we we find that the Lord offers each of us a relationship, a relationship where you can feel safe and secure, a firm foundation where you know things will be okay. As a child, when I, um, if I had a bad dream or if, when I woke up in the night, I would go into my parents' room and I'd walk round the bed to my father's side and I'd stand there and I'd whisper, Daddy, Daddy. The problem was is that my father had and still has very bad hearing. So sometimes I'd be there for a minute or two just crying, Daddy, Daddy, and I'd have to get louder and louder, Daddy, Daddy, until eventually my mother would wake up, she would elbow my father and he would jump to a start and come and help me. David says of the Lord, from his temple, He heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. If you call to the Lord, he always hears you. I wonder when you hit the wall, when you reach the end of your tether, when you get to the end of the day and it's all gone wrong, where do you go? Do you call up a friend and rant to them? Do you comfort eat? Do you go off to the gym and burn it off? Perhaps maybe you go to YouTube. Maybe that's what you're watching right now. We learn from David that you can go to the Lord and you can go to him and you can tell him what you really think and he will listen. He is a place where you can let all your emotion go, a place where you can truly be yourself, a place where you can rant and rage and cry and weep and shout, be silent, laugh, mourn, Because the Lord is a rock who is steady even when we're not. The Lord is a place of strength even when we're weak. A rock who can deal with us as we really are. All our emotions, all our doubts, all our tears, our frustrations, our questions. The Lord is a fortress and a refuge, a place of safety. Somewhere we can retreat to. Don't we all need a place like that in our lives? You can cultivate the kind of relationship with him where you know that he'll always be there. 
Help comes from the Lord, our rock. But secondly, we find that help comes from the Lord, our strength. As David looks back over his life, he recounts some of the dramas that he's been through. He says, the cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. And the picture here is of someone who's being dragged down, sucked down, even to the point of facing death. And I think it can often feel like for each of us, there's an undercurrent of drama going on in our lives. Things that are dragging us down, health issues, broken relationships, stress, anxieties, worries. For you right now, it may even feel like life is dragging you down so deeply and so quickly, you don't even know what to do. And for each of us, this past year, we've had to face more of these things and face them head on. Illness, loneliness, loss. And in a sense, we've had to even face death itself. And David's response in the midst of all this drama is to say, in my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. And what I find extraordinary here is when I face a challenge, the first thing I do is I say, why? Why is this happening to me? God, how could you do this to me? But David shows huge humility. His response is not, why is this happening? But he accepts what's going on and he says, Lord, would you help me in this situation? He's not saying to God, my life should be like this. Come on, make it happen. Do this, do that. Rather, he says, I don't know everything, but you do. Will you help me in this this situation? On the 10th of January, 1610, the Italian scientist Galileo looked up into the night sky and he discovered something that would change the course of history. Because up until that point, for hundreds and thousands of years, people had thought that the earth was the center of the universe. If you think about it, it makes sense. The earth seems to be still. It doesn't seem to be moving anywhere. And each day we see the sun come up, move around us, and then disappear. But Galileo's discoveries led us to understand that actually the earth is moving. The earth is actually moving quite fast. It's moving almost a thousand miles an hour. And as it spins around, it's orbiting around the sun. And as it does that, the solar system is actually moving around the galaxy, which in turn is moving around the universe. There is often far more going on than what things first appear like. And David understood that there was a greater reality going on than just what he could say. And what's interesting is that in this psalm, David doesn't say that God removed him from every difficult situation or he solved it for him. Rather, he tells us that the Lord gave him the strength for every situation, the courage for every battle, the ability to go through. Uh, Just over Eight years ago, my son, who's now eight years old, was born, and uh, it was quite a a complex uh, birth. Um, When he was born, he wasn't breathing. And I remember standing there in the delivery room, and it was quite a chaotic scene. There were lots of doctors rushing in and rushing out. There were lots of alarms going off, lots of machines blaring. And I remember standing there full of fear 
full of uncertainty. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know who was in charge. And I knew that there was nothing I could do to help. And in that moment, my prayer was simply, Lord, fix this or get me out of here. Have you ever prayed that prayer? Lord, solve this or I'm done with you. Well, David shows us that there's another prayer we can pray, a prayer that goes, Lord, would you give me the strength to get through? The pattern of David's life was troubles, threats, fears over and over again. Jesus would later say, in this life, you will have troubles. This will be part of our lives. But David shows us that we can develop a relationship with God whereby God is not a means to an end. It's not transactional, but it's a relationship where the Lord is the end. He is the goal, calling on him, falling on him, depending on him, loving him simply for who he is. And as you do that, you will grow into a person of strength. Help comes from the Lord, our strength. But finally, help comes from the Lord, our rescuer. David describes the rescue that he experienced as this dramatic picture of an awesome God powerfully coming to rescue his king from his enemies in smoke and thunder. He says, he parted the heavens and came down. The Lord thundered from heaven. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. And this is poetry. You know, God didn't really shout in thunder or fire arrows. But now in hindsight, David is able to realize that God was there, active beneath the surface, working and moving in, in his life in powerful ways. And the question for us is, well, how can we see God move in these kind of powerful ways in our lives? Well, this psalm is David the king of Israel's story. But it's also a, a psalm that was sung by all of God's people's people for hundreds of years. And it can only become our story when we realize that the only person who can truly sing this psalm is Jesus, God's eternal king. David says, he parted the heavens and came down. And what was poetically true in David's life became a reality in the life of Jesus. God has seen the battles and the trials that you are facing. The things that are dragging you down, whether they're your fault or not. And he parted heaven and he came down in the person of Jesus to do something about it. On the cross, Jesus was dragged down by the cords and the coils of death so that you never have to be. David says in this psalm, he, he drew me out of the waters. And the Hebrew word for he drew me out appears only one other time in the Bible, and that's in the naming of Moses. When Moses was named because he was, he was drawn out of the river Nile. And God drew Moses out of the river Nile so that he could save God's people. He could lead them out of captivity and slavery and lead them into freedom in a much greater way. God reached down into the grave after Jesus had been crucified, was killed, and was buried. 
God reached down and he drew Jesus out so that Jesus, God's true king, could lead his people out of captivity and out of slavery and into freedom and into new life so that all who trust in Jesus will be saved. The way of rescue, the way to see God move powerfully in your life is to trust in Jesus. And as you trust in him, as you allow Jesus to hold you, you'll see that what becomes, what's true of Jesus becomes true of you. His rescue becomes your rescue. His life becomes your life. Last Sunday, uh, Focus Sunday, out in the gardens here, 10 people were baptised. And as they went down into the water, it was a symbol of the death of Jesus, powerfully washing away the power of death on their lives. As they came up out of the water, as they were drawn up out of the water, it was a symbol of the new life they have been given, the new strength by the power of God's spirit they have been given because of the resurrection of Jesus. And as you put your trust in Jesus, that can be your story too. David could write, he rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord loves you and delights in you. There is nothing that he wouldn't do to rescue you and give you life and relationship with him. And today, if you trust in Jesus, you will find help for every situation you face and you will discover that he is the rock and the strength that you need. In Jesus' name, amen.